put a sign on every door. You're like, fuck you. Delightful. How are you? I'm good. I was drunk on a boat a mere <laughs> hour ago. Moments, moments ago. ago. <laughs> 30 minutes ago, you were drunk on a boat. And now here we are. So kind of a downer in comparison, but like I'm glad you're here. Absolutely not a downer. I'm happy to be here. Oh, thank God. Shelby, how are you? I'm good. I am very happy for the long weekend I've been able to spend with my family. It was so wholesome. Yeah. I am. I am. Oh my God. So we went, Hayden and I went to Williamsburg to visit my grandparents and we went to this place called Yorktown and there's like a museum there and stuff, but there's like a lot of places to eat, like on the York River and it's really nice. And my sweet grandmother was trying to order a drink and I ordered a Paloma and my grandmother said, could I have um, like a wine cooler? And the this poor boy, he looked 16. He looked like he only, if he drank, he's drinking like burnuts under a porch. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he's not worldly enough to know what a wine cooler is. And she doesn't take I, much. I also knew she didn't mean wine cooler. So everyone was confused. And then she goes, you know, like a wine, it can just be the house wine. We don't want it to be anything fancy, but like a wine with like some ginger ale. And I look at him and I go, tell the bartender she wants a white wine spritzer and he'll know exactly what you mean. So I just want everyone to know my family is powered by white wine spritzes. Everyone loves them. I love a white wine spritzer. That's amazing. He's like, you want the, oh my the God, blue Seagrams? I don't know what you mean. The boy was so confused. He goes, um, you mean like the cool, like the cylinder that you like put a bottle of wine in to keep it cold? That's what he thought she wanted. Oh my a brewmate? A wine cooler. <laughs> Poor boy. That's so cute. Poor boy. If you work at the Water Street Grill in, in Yorktown... Get your shit together, all right? There's going to be people ordering drinks, and you got to start knowing what they are. I remember when I was serving, this guy, like, asked me for a drink, but, like, told me the nickname for the drink, and I didn't know the nickname, and I go, um, I I don't think we have that. He goes, you have it, and I was like, okay, so I had to go ask, like, what is this nickname for a drink? I don't remember what it was, but we did have it, but he just Mm -hmm. thought he was, like, cool, because he's like, I'm going to order this, and I'm like... No, you're not. I don't know what it is. It, it was, was very embarrassing. Is that what it is? <laughs> I was like, why? Just call it what it is. Oh, I hated it. I spent Labor Day with my family, and they were all very excited to like hear about my new apartment with Corey and everything. But we talked about it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. I'm devastated to have moved out of my family home. <laughs> not to be dramatic or anything, but I, it's like it's a death. It's so <laughs> sad. Like, the first day we moved out, I was like literally crying the whole day it's it was hard. awful i remember because i basically i've lived in michigan since i graduated high school mm-hmm. so i've only i think the longest period of time that i've been in my parents house since i graduated high school is like i don't know two three weeks at a time but i know for the first probably five years that i lived in michigan when i came back to michigan from my parents house tears like I just cried the whole time I was in a horrible mood I didn't want anyone to talk to me it was just so emotional mm-hmm. uh, no one gets it <laughs> you seem like soft bitch and it's like I just miss my mom okay <laughs> no it was weird it was like as I was moving out like my parents were like helping us bring stuff to the car or whatever and then like 
my mom and dad were just standing there and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, I didn't know it? what to do. Like, it was weird. Like, it didn't seem like I was just leaving forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just really bizarre. And then, like, to think that I'll never, like, live in the same house as my brothers again or, like, wake up in the morning and just, like, have breakfast together very mm-hmm. often. Like, it's really was a gigantic downer. I, I remember, because I remember I woke up basically one day and realized I had to move to Michigan. Like, it was like, shit, like, get the U-Haul. Like, we got to move there, like, on Saturday. Oh like, God. this is not turning around. And then my brother is still in the Maryland area. But then when my sister moved out, it was a horribly sad day. Like, she's super emotional. We're all crying. And then we, my dad, true dad fashion, wanted to, wanted to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> We're all crying by the car, and he's like, oh. He's got his selfie stick out. He's like, all right, smile. (laughs) This wasn't a thing at that time, but my dad's really into portrait mode, so he's been like, oh, portrait? (laughs) And so we're standing there. Katie, in the picture, you can see Katie and I are, like, crying, and Jack goes, just remember, one of us is going to all of our funerals. One of us won't go to any of them. And we just bursted (laughs) out laughing. It was so funny. (laughs) Thank God for Jack in that moment. <laughs> I remember the first time you said that to me, and it fucked me up. I was like, you you mean to tell me that that's really going to happen to me? And then the second I saw both of my brothers again, I told them the same thing. And it <laughs> them up, too. It's funny, but it does fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not funny. My brother's 13, so we know how that's going to go. <laughs> Do you? I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. You don't right. know. You know what? <laughs> So you, Emma just moved out for mm-hmm. like, real, I mean, you lived at Grand Valley, but this is like the yeah. first time you're like 100% on your own. Yeah. Like it feels different. Like moving to college, I was like, oh, I'll be back. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know for sure, but I just assumed I would be back sometime. You know, it's you like. You didn't think you were going to settle down roots in Grand or, Valley. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like I had like my room there still. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't like you like are totally gone. And then it was like packing up my room and like packing up everything and like coming here and realizing that I'm going to share a bed the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy myself groceries the rest of my life. I'm going to have the to worst like, part. be on my own the rest of my fucking life. Like I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like I want my mom to pack my lunch for me. Like, like, I'm just kidding. This is a horrible I, idea. I want to go home. I know. Literally I want to go home. It's like the story of my life. Like, I just want to go home. This is home I now. Know. I know. It is nice, though, not having to, God bless my dad, but he listens to TV very loud, (laughs) and it's nice not falling asleep to Mad Men, you know what I mean? (laughs) It doesn't hurt, you know? It definitely, definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Like, so loud. Carl and I moved out of my mom's June of 2020. Because we both lived at my mom's. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it wasn't that bad because I like can see my mom's house pretty much from like the beginning of our neighborhood. Uh, but she just like told me a couple weeks ago that she is moving further into um, the town where Bubby goes to school and where she teaches so he can take the bus. And she oh took us God, there. Oh my God, he's going to take the bus. I'll drive him to school myself. (laughs) He's taking the bus to high school. And she's like, you know what? It's just me and Bubby. We're downsizing. 
And Bobby's gonna be in high school. Let's focus on the important facts <laughs> oh of the story. Okay. Bobby's going to high school. Bobby's going to high school, not this year, but next year. And I told him to like let me know early where he's going to college, so that like Carl and I can move there. Yeah, like, um, like a month after you start high school, figure out your four to five year plans so oh, we can move. No, Bobby's, no pressure. Bubby has wanted to go to Harvard since he was seven. So I told him to like let Did me you know on better. track for that. I don't Boss but, Cambridge is fucking expensive. You're going to Cambridge. Well, I told him, I said, like, let me know so I can, like, move there. And he goes, um, you can just stay. And I go, I can't, I can't move there. He goes, no, I'm just, I'm good. I go, you don't. Let him go. <laughs> if anything, move to New Jersey so there's a buffer. And it's not like you can drive down every 30 minutes when you feel like a pang of like, yeah. like but I need me? to see Bubby. It's like you have a three-hour drive. So like at some point in the three-hour drive, you're going to like pass a smoothie place or there'll be traffic and you'll get distracted and turn around and go home. Yeah, I told him I was going to move there. He told me no. So I'm not moving anyway, apparently. Oh mm. um, but my mom is moving like 15 to 20 minutes away from me. And since I was in college, that's like the furthest we've been apart. And I'm, I'm not handling it well. Because I'm always mm-hmm. like, let me just stop by. Because it's like on my way home from when I was working and like all of this stuff. I was like, let me, I'll just stop in. You know, we'll, have, we'll come for dinner. And now I'm like, oh my God, you're going to be like in town. She can, you can still stop by and she's 15 minutes yeah, farther. Her parents are like 15 hours away. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I get so jealous of people at work when we're like talking about what we're going to do. Like, I don't know, like after work or on the weekend and someone goes, yeah, I don't know. I'm supposed to get dinner with my parents. And I'm like, I wish I could go get dinner with my parents, no. but it takes like planning. It takes at least eight <laughs> hours to get there. You can have dinner with Amy anytime. Aww. I'll let you know every time. I... It's because that's your like childhood home. No, 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 no. Because no. that would fuck me up. If my no. parents moved out of our childhood home, mom, dad, <laughs> Nick and Seuss, don't we know fuck you're me. listening. Don't stay don't there fuck forever. Me on this one. We moved <laughs> out of my. Fuck me on this one, Nick and Seuss. <laughs> we moved out of my childhood home in 2015, and did they tell you the Denny's? No, God, no. I wish. No, gas station parking lot. <laughs> That's not a story. It's not a story for the five. I love video of Emma's face. That was she like. It was like a moment of cold realization. Like, oh, so that's why. That's why she's like this. She gets broken news oh in gas station parking lots. There's a reason I don't go on yeah. drives with my mother anymore. <laughs> they, they never turn out well. <laughs> oh my god. But no, that was like the hardest thing I've ever done. Moving out of my childhood home. I remember being a kid and. My childhood home isn't, like, big it's, or small. It's kind of just, like, a medium-sized house. Like, it's a regular house. Well, it's a like beautiful eight, home. It is a very yeah. cozy home. But you also have two siblings, so it's five mm-hmm. of you. Like, there's yeah. five of us living in our house. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like you could live in a pretty decently-sized house yeah. and it just feels like a normal size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I remember as a kid always wanting, like, a big house with my own bathroom and, like, all of these things and, like, wanting to move out and, like, live in a fucking mansion for some reason (laughs) thinking my parents could just do that and then um i was just talking to Corey about this earlier actually he moved around a lot but like having my childhood home still is like priceless like i would Mm -hmm. die if my parents sold that house yeah i think because i think i was the same way when i was younger i was like this house fucking sucks literally (laughs) (laughs) which i hate myself i I feel so guilty i'm like i want to smack my little bratty 13 year old self upside the head but I'll think back on different memories of like my parents, I don't know, us in our house. I'm like, I love our house. And everything is like the same. 
Mm-hmm. Like from when I grew up, I mean, I, they redid the kitchen at some point. I don't remember it. And they finished, like they've done things to the house, but it's I don't remember anything changing drastically. And yeah. it's it's our it's my house exactly. You guys have never been to my childhood home, mm-hmm. but the, my bedroom is Someday. like completely written on all over the walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma just had a small aneurysm, but <laughs> it gives no, me severe with, anxiety. Like Sharpie. So my originally Jack and Katie and I were all in the same room. And then, you know, we kind of, as we got older, spread out into our own rooms. So when I moved into what was a guest bedroom, it was painted like a very light yellow. And at some point, my mom probably knows the exact time I decided to write on the walls. And my mom, angel that she is, said, you know what? You can write on the walls. Just don't write on the ceiling. And you can only write on the walls in your room nowhere else no one else's house just in here don't write inspirational quotes in the kitchen so my room is like cut out pictures of like i don't know different like hockey players and like figure skaters and then it's like written like like, mod podged on the wall (laughs) i have a little wind poster in there it's like different quotes from like songs and like my friends signed it and there's like notes from katie when i moved to college on the walls and if they paint over that room Mm-mm. I've come to my to terms that I have to accept it. My mom's like, do you want the drywall? Like, do you want us to just take it off? <laughs> I feel like they would do that for you. They would. And I would keep it mm-hmm. like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. I would have boxes in my garage. Like, don't touch that. That's my drywall. Those are my quotes. It's my Twilight quotes. He's <laughs> like, Marilyn Manson, thank mind. you very much. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, if it's just the thought of them living in a smaller house, because they don't have kids that live with them anymore. It's just mm-hmm. my parents and their dog. And the thought of them living in like a townhouse, like guts me inside. <laughs> like you can't. This is your fucking house for life. Okay. Think you're going to move? No. This no. is my backup address on everything <laughs> I own. You are not moving from this establishment. You oh my can't. god. When we first moved out of my childhood home, I like ordered something online and the default address was like my childhood home and I didn't realize I was like going through the motions like ordering it or whatever and then I realized going through the motions I have to order this <laughs> oh my god and I was and then I was like oh, how am I gonna get this like I don't know the people who live there I can't just like show up knock and say hey I used to live here this is my package but luckily they like posted on like the neighborhood like Facebook page mm-hmm. and my mom could go pick it up but I was like oh my god I, that's not my address anymore that's so nice of them to do I know I, would I know shit. it's like an old couple I think <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I refuse to Do you ever think it. about people that's... This might be a conversation for another day, but people that steal mail just really grinds my gears. Some people, like, take other people's Amazon packages. Yeah, it's I don't get the up. point. It's really fucked up. And also, how do you know there's anything good in there? That's I order the really meaningless shit on Amazon. It could be tampons. And what did you just do? It's true. You just got, got on their ring doorbell for some tampons. And maybe it's the rush. Like, it's the adrenaline <laughs> thrill of it. Like, I don't know what's in here. It's a big box. And I gotta take it. <laughs> I need it. That's gotta be it. That's the only reason anyone would ever do um, that because you don't know what it is. Once someone stole my Celsius from Amazon in my apartment. What? I was pissed. I was pacing the hallways. I was like, I'm like, who, I'm gonna get fucked up. Like, who took my stuff? And Hayden, on was every like, door. Hayden was like, you can order more. And I said, that's not the point. It's the principle of the thing. Oh who took God. it? I was Put literally. a sign on every door. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> did you. Did you guys watch Gilmore Girls? Vaguely. No. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Like I could explain the die bitch. I think it was die bitch. 
Carolyn will remember. I think it was Die Bitch that someone wrote on Rory's dorm room wall mm. on her door. <gasps> someone wrote Bitch on my back door about me my, in my childhood home. My mom was not happy about Your it. Your childhood home? How old were you? What sort of people did you associate with? I was 16? 15? Like someone vandalized your childhood home? I still, to this day, what? have no idea who it was. They went into our backyard. So, like, to get to the backyard, you had to, like, walk past my house through a gate. Like, you had to, like, put some effort into getting there. And they took, like, a blue paint pen and write, like, stupid bitch all across, like, the glass, like, sliding door. And I was at um, softball practice, and my mom called me. She goes, um, why did someone write stupid bitch on our door? And I was like, What? And I don't know who it was. I don't know how it happened or how they knew where I lived, but someone like found my home and like. That is so fucked up. That you just unlocked that memory. Thank you. I think Amy had some enemies. I have an idea of who it was because we were in like a prank wars with the baseball team, but like that's not funny, you know? Like don't make a bitch on my. I cried. I was so upset. Hayden and his. Not to like totally diminish your story, um, but Hayden and his friends did like TP'd people's houses, like regularly. Regularly. Like they all would do it. And I was like, I never TP'd someone's house in my life. Mm-mm. But it was like a thing. Everybody did mm-hmm. it. Have you? Never. Absolutely not. I oh. used to ding dong ditch people. I ding dong ditch people. But did anyone ever follow you? Anything. One of our neighbors <laughs> ran through the neighborhood. They were like, stop ringing on our fucking door. Oh my God. Have you guys ever Mom and dad, it was the hunters. They used to. <laughs> <laughs> they chased Shane and I through the neighborhood. <laughs> Have you no. ever forked someone's lawn? No, but a girl, the University of Delaware synchronized skating team, the coaches live like right near campus and people would like prank their house as like part of like welcome weekend and they forked their lawn. Yeah. We and I never even heard of that before. We forked a kid's lawn and then we bought Oreos and stuck it on their fence. It was like an intense prank war. It ended when someone wrote bitch on my house. <laughs> That's not even a prank. That's no, bullying. no. It wasn't funny. It was not funny. If you're listening, I'm going to kick your teeth in when I find out who you are. <laughs> It was a real bummer. Hmm. I feel like if someone were to have written that on my house, I would be like, okay. <laughs> sure. Tracks. Fair. I was so... You know I was like, what? moments. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine 16-year-old me. My mom calls me. Someone vandalized our home. I'd probably laugh. <laughs> Honestly. I was so... I'd be like, distraught what? that my one of my closest friends had to like take the phone and talk to my mom and get the details because I like oh, couldn't even handle it. Funny. Do you think Alec or Will struggled when they like moved out for the first time? When Alec moved out, I was in a communications class and so I was doing like public speaking practice. <laughs> Shelby knows all about this. Public, <laughs> public speaking. <laughs> she went to one of those high schools. <laughs> Where they did all, they only did public speaking yeah, for true. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's funny as um, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I wrote, I just recently found this in an old computer. I wrote a, a whole entire speech on when Alec moved out. I was like, he was my best friend and he left. Like it was a whole thing. Like we were close, but like I made it a little bit dramatic, I think, for the effect of the, the speech. speech. Yeah. Yeah. I think Will was, was fine. fine. Because he first moved out into the dorms, and then he moved home. But he, like, stayed in the dorms for two years and then moved into his fraternity house. So he was there pretty much year-round. Will was in a fraternity? Okay, he was in a chemistry fraternity, but they had their own home on campus. So, like, don't make it... (laughs) Take it as it is. (laughs) 
but he was there. So then before he moved to Chicago, he moved home. And I think he's thriving in Chicago and he's like doing so good. Um, but I think he's like excited, like when he gets to come home, mm-hmm. like he, I think he's coming home for Thanksgiving and he's like already talking to my mom about how excited he mm-hmm. is. Um, but I don't think he would be where he is if he hadn't left. I like, I think he's doing really, really good. And I think that's only because he, like, never really moved. Like, I always came home for, like, the summers and for mm-hmm. breaks. And he really didn't. Um, and so I think he's doing, like, he, he was fine. <laughs> I was just talking to Hayden about this this morning. About how one of my friends from, one of my best friends from high school, after she graduated college, moved to California. And she, her entire, like, core group of adult friends and her boyfriend, she only knows from California. Mm. And I was like, and it's the same. Like, if I didn't come to Michigan for college, I wouldn't know my core. I wouldn't know you guys. I wouldn't know Hayden. I wouldn't know, like, any of my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think that, like, if I had gone to Boston or Delaware or one of the other places I thought about going, your mm-hmm. life would be totally different. Mm-hmm. Weird. Because when you're in high school, that's your whole life. Like, those are all the people you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and this then is my you, friend forever. And then you go to college and you're like, oh, shit, this is even more people I don't know. And then you graduate from college. I didn't know you bitches until, like, last year. It's, it's crazy. Weird. Mm-hmm. I know. And look at us now. It's just, yeah. Well, that's, like, it probably makes it more special for you to be able to like when you can see your family is that it's like oh, I, more quality time you yeah, know it's very nice because we're not all five of us together very often so it is really nice when all five of us i would say every thanksgiving and christmas all five of us are together and it kind we, of sucks that thanksgiving and christmas are so close together mm-hmm. yeah don't you think they should be like six months apart you know <laughs> give people a chance to like because if you get Honestly. a if you get like a plane ticket for thanksgiving where do the odds you can get another one for christmas mm-hmm. you know it's true um and it is, I'm very thankful for the people I have in Michigan because I do like having my own like separate life in mm-hmm. Michigan where I don't really have to worry about anything else and I can just focus on work and school or whatever. But it's also nice because Hayden's entire family is like right here. So yeah. it's nice that we can like go get dinner with his mom. We're really close with his grandparents. Like it's nice to still have that family element to it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Sometimes you just want to like go home and like yeah. eat like a rotisserie chicken and like whatever the fuck you do at home you know what i mean watch like msnbc yeah yeah right (laughs) i never planned to move back to my hometown after college like i was dead set like i'm gonna go out of state and i'm gonna like i don't know be this like important person in my job and then carl and i started dating i don't want to be like oh i moved home for a boy but like it was more important to me to build like my life with him and if that meant moving home that meant moving home and I don't think I don't know if he ever planned on coming back either but I was like planning on moving out of state and I now am very thankful that I did come back well and I mean I think it's kind of glorified moving away from home and everyone says you have to live somewhere else get out of your hometown yada 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 and sometimes that works for people and sometimes mm-hmm. it fucking doesn't. Sometimes you don't want to move. You like your area. You like your opportunities present themselves to you where you are. And you don't have to go out and move somewhere else. Because I was in the same situation after college. I planned on not staying in Michigan after college. And then I now have a house here. So like the <laughs> shit happens and like you guys kind of go with the flow. But I just get really angry when people post like on Facebook or something like that. Like 
get out of your hometown. You have to move. You have to see the world, blah, blah, blah. Move to fucking where, Chad? Like, move to Baltimore? Like, it's yeah. not like there's so many exciting things going on yeah, everywhere. exactly. Like, everywhere is basically the same, but, like, you just your don't... hometown has your people in it. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? And, like, you built a community of people around you in Michigan, you know? And that mm-hmm. just, like, is, like, yeah. your family. It's, like, I have my family, and those are my people. And that's just, like, I don't want to leave that i can travel i can go see fucking boston i can go see Mm -hmm. fucking dallas texas if i want to like i'm not moving there (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) dallas texas there i love the dallas cowboys cheerleaders everybody is aware but i would never move to fucking dallas i always feel bad for them in training camp when they have to get an apartment there Mm. there ain't shit to do and my mom moved away she moved out of state before i was born and then um she had me and she's like oh i need my family and she Mm. moved home like, I think her and my dad were perfectly content they were going to build their life in Virginia and, like, do what they needed to do. And then my mom was like, oh, I want my mom. Like, I want to be close to my mom. I have a child now. Mm-hmm. And she moved home. People ask me all the time, like, oh, when you have kids, which is super annoying. When you have kids, are you going to move home? Like, I don't That's so many situations from what I have right now. You know? You know like, what? I don't fucking know. Since, like, Being- we're in a Denny's. <laughs> Really you know what? Like I hop conversation for me, so I think I just need to take you guys to Denny's. <laughs> I've never been. I've never been either. We didn't eat a lot of chain breakfast places. My dad's Weird. allergic to poultry. That you know what? Fair. It was really only Denny's because kids ate free on Saturdays, and the neighbors had five to seven kids. You, you've said this, so <laughs> it made sense. <laughs> My mom had three. It just made sense. Hey, we're not blaming you for that free breakfast. <laughs> we're, still, we're still going to reference it on a weekly to bi-weekly basis, and you just have to accept it. Here's the trouble. We are no longer kids. We do not eat free on Saturdays. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm taking you guys to Denny's. <laughs> Can't wait. Maybe when our, we have children and they're older, we'll take them to Denny's. Be like, oh, he's go. 12. He's just really tall. <laughs> His dad's in the NBA. He developed early. I don't know. <laughs> Until me, I'm I'm (laughs) ten. Until I was fifteen, I was twelve to get in free to the zoo. So I mean, yeah, I'm twelve, but I'd also love a mimosa. You know what I mean? Mm, (laughs) I'm twelve, but yes, this is eyeliner. Thank you. (laughs) When you wear eyeliner when you're twelve? No, I I didn't get to start wearing makeup until I was thirteen or fourteen. I definitely started wearing a heavy top eyeliner young in life. Mm. When did you start? Um. I wasn't allowed to wear like makeup until high school. I could wear like clear mascara, like lip gloss. Like that was really yeah. Like my mom didn't like it. Fascinating is that I was never like not allowed to wear it, and I'm I'm horrible at putting it on, and I don't ever wear it. And you just did makeup for a wedding yesterday, and you weren't allowed to wear it until high school. So it's really interesting how that. It's weird. You know, it's really, yeah. I don't, Venn diagram, if you will. I don't think it made like a huge difference in my life. Honestly, I always think about that, like parenting my children. Like, why? Why tell them they can't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind my of my mom thing, always but. said about not about but like about kids wanting to like drink alcohol and like try like wine and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was like, I always let you try what I was having because I knew you wouldn't like it, and I knew if I told you you couldn't drink it, which you would go through the liquor cabinet, which I did anyway, but that was different. But she was like... Does Sue's know? Oh, yeah. There was a lock on it for a while. (laughs) Because you just exposed yourself. Does she know? (laughs) I'm also 25. So I think, you know, statute of limitations is up. Fair. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was that I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I think my mom 
was just like waiting for me to bring it up because my mom doesn't wear makeup. And so I don't think it's not like, okay, honey, you're like, you're 13. Here's some blush. It was more blush. like, when some I, rouge. <laughs> it was more like when blue I brought it up, on, baby doll, I wore blue eyeshadow exclusively for an entire summer. Thank you. It didn't last long, the blue eyeshadow for me. Once I realized, like, like, I just want to make sure you guys know. <laughs> like, like, I wasn't still like, wear it. She's like anything. putting it in her pocket. She's like, no, I'm not wearing it. But then it got to the point where in college, I was doing my roommate's makeup when we were going out. And I thought I was like, I was like, all right, I've made bitch. it. I'm doing their makeup and now I don't even wear it. So mm, I made it. I made it. I'm doing that. They I think always, I'm so good. I do their makeup. <laughs> I always hated when people would ask me to do it. Like, I don't like doing it that much. Like. It just kind of is what it is. Like, I don't mind it. But then I'm like, every wedding I do, I'm like, I'm never fucking doing this again. I hate this. And then they're like, what's and your Venmo? I'm like, oh, I'll do this again. <laughs> like, actually, like, to make that much money in two fucking it's hours. It's super. I can imagine it's oh my God. for, like, for, for me, it would be the hardest money I've ever earned. For you, it seems <laughs> it's super easy. I would be sweating bullets. I'd be like, this is so fucking hard. Nothing is blending and you look like garbage. <laughs> You look terrible. I gotta go. She's like, can I see in the mirror? No. Not yet. Do not walk down that aisle. I'm just doing a setting powder and I'm just like smearing everything. What kills me is when people do their makeup with their fingers. Oh, God. When they just like smear it. Oh. I do have concealer sometimes. Sometimes the heat of your fingers is all you need, but most of the time it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I've had my makeup done, I think, twice in my life. Three times, and I still I have to be the one to do my mascara because it freaks me out. You I can't let eyelashes? anyone else. Hmm. You don't wear fake eyelashes. Mm-mm. I loved wearing fake eyelashes. When I've skated. never worn them. You always you wear like... fake eyelashes on your wedding day. Shelby Olvera. No, because here's the problem. I was in a wedding where I had my makeup done, and she goes, "Oh, you don't need them." I was the She's only a liar. I was the only bridesmaid who didn't <laughs> She's need a liar. them. Everyone needs Everyone them. Everyone needs them. They feel like a bad thing. I'm sure okay. you have amazing eyelashes, but she's a liar. For my next wedding and to Carl? did them for your wedding, should be fired. I'm sure you look beautiful, but you need eyelashes. Yeah, it's really like the next oh level. God. It's that like going sad. from going from oh an hourly employee to salary. You know what I mean? It really changes the game of your look. Let me look now because... I don't know. No, I bet you looked beautiful. Obviously, I know you looked beautiful, but I think... But you eyelashes better are with such a eyelashes. <laughs> You know what, next time, so Car- when Carl and I have like our big thing, you mm-hmm. can put eyelashes on me. I'll do it. Thank, Thank God, you. I'll wear eyelashes to your wedding mm-hmm. in memory of the eyelashes you could have had. I'm very excited. We're going to start planning soon, I think. I'm going to wear two pairs. <laughs> Up and down. I do feel like even like I've only been moved out for like two weeks and I already feel like spending time with my family. I'm already like so excited to see them. I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> what's new? What's going on around the house? Like, what's going? like it's nice to be able to like have a different relationship with them, you know, mm-hmm. than like roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I like write that shit in my planner. It's in my calendar. I'm counting down. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't sleep the night before. <laughs> I get so excited. It's like Christmas, it's like Christmas every Christmas. time. It's <laughs> so cute. Well, then it's nice because my mom always wants to know what I want for dinner. She always makes like the good, mm-hmm. like the good pot roast potatoes and carrots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I could, she tells me every time you can make this by yourself, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I want it in my or kitchen. It's not. That's like, when my grandma makes mac and cheese, I don't know how the bitch does it. <laughs> is it the pie? My, what is it? My grandma and apple pie. Oh, God. It's so good. It's 
I'd love to try it. I bet it's amazing. My grandma she, makes a pretty good apple pie, too. She also yeah. makes these, like, deep-fried, like, peach pies. Mm, oh I wish God. I could. They're so fucking good. I need Okay, one. how do we get them? Yeah. How do we book I mean, tickets? where are we going? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Tomorrow. I mean... Emily, when your family is here, do you cook for them, or does your mom still cook? No, I like... My mom will cook for me still when she comes. She always makes barbecue, because she makes the best fucking barbecue, and she makes me spaghetti sauce because she makes the best fucking spaghetti mm. sauce. And she makes like a double batch and then I freeze it for like mm. six months. And I eat it a lot. Genius. So what I'm hearing is next time we're at Emily's house, she's making us spaghetti. <laughs> or having <And> spaghetti. More than one of two. I have like six things of sauce in my freezer. Um, in. But I like cooking for them when they're at my house. I mean, when you guys were there, we made one pot pasta, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. It looked so delicious. I, if I, I wish I made more. I wish I had a second Dutch <laughs> oven and I made more. You know what I mean? I it felt was fine. It was so fine. I had to kick them out. I felt really bad. I just enjoyed really talking to your family, honestly. I really did have a good I time. Sat, me and Emma sat next to your mom and we just like traded stories. It was amazing. <laughs> Glad you guys had a good time. Good people. But it is nice like having... Because you feel like kind of proud and it's just like, oh, this yeah. is my home. Mm-hmm. Look, you raised me and I can live in a home like a functioning adult. <laughs> Isn't did. that cool? <laughs> I did it. That's so cute. That's nice having yeah. them over for the first time. Yeah. They're like, oh, you painted. It's like, I did. <laughs> I did that. Like, <laughs> I buy my own groceries too. It's crazy. <laughs> I go all by myself. I coupon. <laughs> but I will say one thing that I think about all the time when I'm overwhelmed with something my which is something my grandpa always told my mom is that if shit goes sideways you can always come home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think about I'm like you know because one of my mom's bosses or some piece of shit dude I don't know said oh well, you know if this doesn't work out or if you don't have this job or you know what are you gonna do and my mom's like, I'll go home That's to my parents, which is right. It makes you want to smack that guy in the face. <laughs> yeah. But my mom like, was none like, of your fucking business. Right. But my mom was like, I'll go back home yeah. and I'll be fine. And I'll fucking figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can go home anytime. If yeah. this just isn't working out, I can just yeah. go home. It's an amazing comfort to know that you'll always have somewhere yeah. to go no matter what. It is. Yeah. Well, and Katie and Jack and I have talked about, which I'm sure like you feel the same way with your siblings. Is that like, if shit goes sideways for you, you can always come to my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, literally any time. Shit goes sideways for either of you. You can always come to my house. Yep. There's always going to be somewhere you can go. I promise. If anything goes wrong with any of you, listener, you can come to my house. <laughs> Coming over anytime. DM us. Let me know you're coming. <laughs> we have an extra bedroom. <laughs> it's happy hour, bitches. So, last week, when we did the talked about travel, my mom was appalled I didn't talk about this story. I think I was like a freshman in high school and my team went to nationals in Chicago. And so it was my mom, my sister and I, and then two girls I skated with flying from Baltimore to Chicago. No one else from our team was on my flight. So we get to the airport. Our flight to Chicago was the only flight canceled in the the entire day. Like it was just us. So my mom completely by herself with five children is like, okay, Okay, we can, um, okay, we'll make this work. And she goes, we already parked the car, so we're staying here. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're in it. So we go, and we go to, like, a Chili's or something. And my mom, my mom is a very big, you know, gin and tonic person. Mm. And she I goes, love that about your mom. Bombay Sapphire. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but she asked for a gin and tonic, and it was literally not a visual medium, but, like, five 
shots of gin and like a splash of tonic <laughs> and we started joking that it was like a fun and tonic like it's like <laughs> so sometimes my mom would be like you know what i need fucking fun and tonic you know That's what i mean so cute. <laughs> and then we were sitting by like the dunkin donuts in this airport because it had like a phone charger so we were crawling around this like bench mm-hmm. and we were doing like wheelchair races we were oh so God. fucking bored i can't even <laughs> explain how bored we were and the security guard saw us sitting by the Dunkin' Donuts and he was like, do you guys like need help? And my mom was like, yeah, our flight was canceled. It flies out early tomorrow morning. So we're just like hanging out. And he let us go up to like the observation deck of the airport and sleep there. That's what the hell? My mom didn't sleep, obviously. She was responsible for four children. But (laughs) he came back up to like make sure we were awake to get on our flight the next day. But it was crazy. My mom was like, it was an absolute fucking nightmare. I can't believe you didn't talk about it. God. (laughs) It was crazy. So that's my update. What was it like, the observation time? It was yeah, really cool because you can see like all the planes coming yeah, in and going fun. out. And it was like nighttime by the time we got in there. So yeah, it was like dude. really cool. And then we just all kind of like laid out and fell asleep. How, that was so nice of him though. Mm-hmm. It was really oh. nice. And you could tell my mom was like, thank God. Like I didn't want to sit on this fucking <laughs> bench with these fucking kids for the next nine hours. Oh. I, there's something nightmare. about watching planes take off and land that just like makes me feel like it's the best thing that's ever happened in the entire world. I'm like, yeah, that, they're back. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I think it's the coolest You're thing. You're going to go sit in one of those rocking chairs at the airport I, and watch the planes. Do <laughs> She's like, I'm an air traffic controller now. Just for fun. <laughs> do it. You're all welcome. I would love to be a flight attendant. I'd my mom it. would love to be a flight attendant. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. My ears pop real bad. <laughs> real bad? I just feel like people are assholes on planes. Oh, oh my yeah. God. This guy. I'm like, you want a gin and tonic? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this guy today. Because there's still people somehow that haven't flown since like 9-11. Hmm. Which is like, get your head out of your ass. Like, figure, <laughs> read a book, watch the news. Like You can't drive everywhere, Gary. <laughs> And then there's people that haven't flown since, like, COVID happened. Mm -hmm. But again, get your head out of your ass. Like, look around. Look alive. You got to wear a mask. You got to be alert. You can't stand on top of people. (laughs) Then there was this guy today. We stood up to, like, get off one of our flights because Hayden and I had a connection somewhere. And I turned around, and there was this guy in one of those, like, black mesh masks thinking he's, like, getting Mm. in a loophole with Mm. the mask mandate. I almost threw my water bottle at him. Like I had like a plastic water bottle and I almost, like I had to clutch it. Cause I was like, I can't assault this man like on an airplane. So There's probably a marshal somewhere and I'm going to get in trouble for this fucking asshole, <laughs> this anti-masker. And I was like, God, nothing makes me hate you more on site God. than a mesh fucking mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like the diamonds. Oh God. It Just cause it's bad. diamonds doesn't make it a real mask. You know? No. I'd say it makes it infinitely not a real mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She makes me angry. Yeah, absolutely. We, speaking of cesspools, we went to the... (laughs) (laughs) My cousin is in a band, Ideal Bliss. Check them out. They're on all over the place. Um, And he was performing at the state fair. There was like a competition. Battle of the Bands? Is that what it's called? Usually. Usually. Yeah. Probably. Anyway, we were late. We missed him. (laughs) (laughs) But we ended up, um, if this is the state of Michigan, please don't arrest me, but we 
we weren't going to buy tickets to go into the fucking state fair. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. So we were like, Corey, Corey just walks in. He goes, I'm with the band. And they're like, okay, go. Walks right in. And we're like, fuck, we're not going to be able to pull that shit, right? <laughs> so then cool, my brother Corey. and sister-in-law and I, I would be like, I'm with the band. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, name three songs. Literally. <laughs> like, this is their name. Yeah. I don't know. And then, so we're like looking. So there was this guy, I saw him. He ripped his... Um, he ripped his, what the fuck is it called? Armband? Wristband? Wristband? Yeah. He ripped his wristband off and just threw it on the ground. And I was like, go get it. <laughs> so I took it and I like Fetch. put it under my watch. And then I was like, I have one. And then we all, we found two more. And we just like went in Amazing. with these like wristbands that we found from the ground. So we saved, I don't know, $30, $40. Anyway, we went in and I'm not sure why, but the state fair really attracts a really strange group of people. Mm-hmm. It sure <laughs> does. Weird crowd. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go on my own free will. I was no. just going to see my cousin and his band. And so I don't know how to describe these people without sounding insensitive. <laughs> just like the dirtiest, grossest hillbillies you could mm-hmm. ever possibly imagine. And I will never return. That's all. <laughs> and that's all. Thank you. <laughs> horrible yeah it's not great not a great scene i have an update for you guys on the uh, pizza with the principal mm, oh thank god me. so i talked to my mom about it and i asked because we were unsure about how you re- received the honor of getting pizza with the principal <laughs> right if you yeah <laughs> for us mere mortals that have if you're lucky enough exactly i have a trophy it's on my mantle um <laughs> and apparently kind of a downer it's like you remember when you had to like sell things as like a fundraiser mm-hmm. and it was like wrapping paper and like cheeses mm-hmm. and meats did you ever do those cheeses yes. and meats <laughs> oh I yeah did. we cookie sold dough. Yeah. my grandmother cookie still dough, has boxes of wrapping paper in her basement yep yep um so that's how we got the pizza with the principles because we sold the most wrapping paper and meats and stuff and meats mm. and cheeses so i mean was it bought for me perhaps <laughs> but did i get to go yes <laughs> I also have an update. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that a lot of districts, school districts in Michigan are dropping their dress code. Because. <gasps> yes, because. Please tell me Gretchen Whitmer did it. I think oh, it's I more because they can't enforce masks or they can't not enforce masks and not enforce the rest of the dress code. So a lot of schools are just saying, you know what, no dress codes because if you don't want to wear a mask, we can't like add it. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of schools where they now get to just wear whatever they want, whatever is sold in your local, I don't know, Target, where the kids get school clothes. And Well, it makes me angry that it's because they can't make kids wear masks. Like, yeah. kids can't get fucking yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. They should wear masks and protect themselves. Right. So they're saying, we don't want to have to enforce masks, therefore we can't enforce any other type of dress code so kids can wear whatever they want. Which is like... Half of that is good news. <laughs> no dress code. It just it took a global pandemic for us right. to be able to wear fucking tank tops to school. Right. Or shorts that are above my knee. I hate those fucking signs that are like, it's a parent's choice to let them wear a mask or not. It's Literally like, no, fuck off. It's fucking not. Like, it's your fucking choice. You want to fucking homeschool your dumb ass kids? You'll be dumb <laughs> just like you do it. I yeah, don't give do a shit. Yeah, do it. You're probably doing society a fucking favor. Yeah. Yep. Nobody wants your dumb ass kids. Um, baklava. Baklava. I, (laughs) what a weird turn. Okay. So we spent, my family and I spent the day in Detroit on Friday and we always stop. It is. We always stop at Astoria Bakery and I've never gotten like their baklava before, but I was like, you know what? 
I brought us baklava. It was delicious. I'll try it. It was so good, which then made me think that I think I like honey now. So that's good. What? <laughs> did you know she didn't like honey? I had no fucking idea. Okay. I don't love honey because, so when we ever... My save the bees, save the trees, save the seas. Is that why? No, it's because the texture, I think, is just so sticky that like when my brother, when Will had a sore throat, my mom would be like, okay, here's a spoonful of honey. Like, I don't know what it was, but she did that. Full of sugar, right. the medicine. I could never do it. And I was like, I just don't like honey. But then I had it like with this baklava and it was so good. Well, maybe you associated honey with illness. Yeah. I, it's more like it's just so sticky oh, and I don't maybe. love that. Yeah. All right. But I've added it to a couple of things and I've had it like on things since it's not as bad as I thought. So this baklava really turned my head around. I've also had coconut recently and I didn't hate it. Like I'm glad you're expanding your interest. Consistency of like coconut, coconut flakes. Because I don't like coconut flakes. Because I don't like the consistency of coconut. I it was more like the fake coconut, like where they like process it and put it like on a cake like or a something. Coconut ball. Sure. Like a snowball. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Pink and fluffy. You know what I'm talking about. I know. It makes me think of Zombie Land. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's also mentioned in an episode of Gilmore Girls, but you guys wouldn't fucking God know what I'm God talking about. Damn it. Carolyn does. Carolyn will give you a dollar if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I've had coconut on a few things. So I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought. Mm. We'll see. Well, big news. Shelby is expanding her food interests. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking news. Yeah. Uh, Love that for us. It's been fucking real, homies. If only the people knew. <laughs> What went into this episode today? <laughs> what we all went through. What a More weird Emily day. getting off a plane and Emma swimming to shore <laughs> frantically. <laughs> okay, it was graceful. Like, you know, did you guys remember that like commercial? One of Michael Phelps Olympics. He's like swimming laps in the ocean, but he swims from one continent to the other, and he's like one. <laughs> he swims to the next. That was Emma today. Swimming <laughs> into the exactly. How did you know? Swimming shore to shore. <laughs> Wetsuit and all. With okay. a cap and a nose plug. I lost track of time. <laughs> Do you guys remember when they advertised Michael Phelps versus like swimming with a shark? And then it was Michael Phelps swimming on his own and like they recorded a shark. I thought they were going to really be like going against each other and I was so You upset. thought in open water there was going to be a shark? No, not in open water, but I thought they'd be like competing, you know. It would be two separate Maybe occasions. plexiglass between them. Something. I don't know. Let me tell you, I was pissed. It's funny. That is funny. All right. Like, well, this is what it is. <laughs> I paid. I paid for pay per view. <laughs> this is all I get. Fucking bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm not in charge of anything. How would they train to <laughs> train the shark? Be like shark. Do do a four hundred fly. Four hundred. No, I at least thought like they'd be like a real competition, you know, not like Michael Phelps was filmed a month ago at the Olympics and the shark we just like found him in the ocean. And it was bullshit, really. <laughs> I guess fucking. It was a fluke flop, life. if you ask me. Oh my god, that's funny. Well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go. Bye! I love how seriously you take everything. <laughs> I think that's just my voice. Shelby, what did you... You left... No, hold on.
but uh, yeah, I'm not really doing good... well. <laughs> doing well with it. With what, Bubby? With her leaving. She's oh, going to be mom. so much farther I away. I remember as a kid, like, always wanting... I'm so sorry. Right, don't freak out. <laughs> Mem- memories. Nope. We didn't, like, directly bully her, but we used to, like, dress up as her. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it looks... You look beautiful, but, like, you know... A darker uh, waterline might have helped. Could have taken it to the next level. All right, all right. In. I hear you. <laughs> Sue me. Last minute Delta flights, please. Be so mm. expensive. Please. <laughs> She's like, I never. <laughs> all right. Well, we gotta go. Bye. Bye. No, I didn't say it. I didn't. Thank you. What, what is weird? I don't know why I didn't. I was <laughs> distracted. <laughs>